Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez Clary. Look at me. This plane is going to Jamaica. Sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. <laughs> Welcome back into the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Uh, we bring in Strick and Austin. Boys, what's up? Happy New Year. Feels like forever since I've seen you guys. It was last year already. Are you talking as as well as you can, or is, are you putting on this facade? No, it was actually worse yesterday. I could like I sounded, a little too hard. On my man sounded, had a good New Year. I sounded like a a, a a strangled Muppet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine what that sounded like. Right? I, I can imagine. Go ahead and talk a little bit more. I'm kidding. <laughs> right um, now, I sound like. Um, is is it uh you sound like out of, the, out of breath what, patrick mahomes no yeah no the, the godfather uh marlo marlon brando yeah i need you to I say sound like him right i need now. you to say you come to me today the day of my daughter's wedding you come to me today the day of my daughter's wedding thank you there it is mm-hmm. it. <laughs> we, we just gotta clip that all right so listen uh we have not been able to talk about a couple of things uh first off on a on a personal note, thoughts and prayers from all of us here at ninety three seven the ticket Japan to uh, Japan for the earthquake, but also to the Gretna community. Brad, oh Brad, yes, we I have yeah. not, I have not been able to talk about this yet. Uh, Brad Feekin, the the head coach of Gretna boys basketball, passed away unfortunately over the weekend after a battle with cancer. Uh, coach Feekin was an incredible man. Um, through just a couple of my conversations with him, I, he's such a such a an amazing coach to be around uh, around um just a really really good guy and 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 it's i was really sad to see over the weekend that he he lost his battle uh with cancer but then give credit to to gretna and the, the team because they uh were able to go out they defeated their opponent last second shot by landon pekorski who's who's kind of been a guy that he's been with his entire basketball career um and, and Pekorski, one of the leaders of that Gretna Dragons team, and uh, now um, he hit a buzzer beater to win the game on the day of their coach's death. It, it's just it's just incredible. Um, you can't make it up. You cannot make it up. So just wanted to put that out there. Uh, that the heart, uh, thoughts and prayers, and and although that doesn't help right now, um, thoughts and prayers go to the Gretna community, Gretna High School, Gretna Boys Basketball. 
um, as uh, they they mourn the unfortunate death of their coach, Brad Feakin. Um, We're actually going to have Gretna on the station Saturday. We'll play. We'll have their girls and boys game coming up this Saturday uh, from Lincoln North Star. So we'll have those those two games. We have games Thursday, game Friday night, and then a doubleheader Saturday. Um, and so just, yeah, so you can't make it up and it's uh, incredibly sad. So, uh, just thoughts and prayers there. I wanted to make sure we, we take a second and, and acknowledge that, um, and just make sure people, people are aware of what's going on in the, uh, the state of the community or in the community in the surrounding area. Okay. Back to uh, the NBA here, Detroit Pistons. How about this guys? A little a- update from Detroit. Here's our Pistons update. They, uh, they trade, or excuse me, there was trades. That didn't necessarily so directly involve the Detroit Pistons. We don't need to talk about it. The Knicks are now the proud home of OG and Nobi, former Indiana Hoosier. And RJ's home. And RJ Barrett. Shut or excuse up. me, now the Knicks. RJ Barrett to Toronto. goes to Toronto. Oh, well, play the good game. On the day. That's the bigger piece. Yeah, people forget about Emmanuel quickly. Quickly yep. is the bigger piece. And on the day that the trade was made, the Raptors <laughs> played the Pistons. And on that day, the Detroit Pistons won their third game of the season. 129, 127, and they defeat the Toronto Raptors. Since then, they lost 136 to 113. But now they're, the Pistons are 3 and 30 overall this year. 28 game losing that? streak snapped. Just like and that. And they're going to start another one already. <laughs> All it took for the Pistons to win was the Lions to get screwed. I know. I said that. That's so so Nick, like, text, Nick texts me in Austin and is just like, the Pistons are going to do it. The Pistons are going to do it. And I said, if the Pistons win, the Lions lose. Please. That's just how this works. You know this, right? And sure enough, Jerry Jones wasn't letting the Cowboys lose. That was one of the biggest con, uh, uh, con jobs I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Thank you, Strick. Oh, I'm sorry. Why? Thank you. I, was I, didn't, see topic. A, I didn't see a problem with it. The Pistons no, no, losing streak or the Lions? I, I, I don't have an no, issue. you saying thank you. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm being serious. Thank you for yes. telling the truth. That is the biggest unbelievable know. con job I've ever seen in yeah. my life. He didn't. And they, didn't write, they write back. They write back on ESPN this weekend. He didn't check in. He didn't, didn't report. Mm-hmm. He didn't report as eligible. I don't know what you guys. Boy, I didn't see anything he wrong. Right to the. Dude, and he said. He said number seventy reported. No, number they, seventy was right there. They, so they, obviously they put Brad Allen and his crew right back out there. Three thirty Steelers Ravens game. Wow. ESPN. Game. So the okay. so Ravens game. are going to so lose. That same yeah, crew also refed the uh, the Packers the Chiefs Packers game yep. and one other. Oh, the uh, the Eagles Dolphins game. Yep. Where there were ten penalties right. on uh, Miami and none yep. on Philly. Lots I think of weird stuff with You're that right. crew. <laughs> Lots crazy. of weird stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. In the Tim words Donnie, of Barry, no, did they? Are they getting? Are they getting excommunicado? They must from not the be playoffs. They must not be. Well, the playoffs haven't started yet. Well, the playoffs they, haven't started. There's yet. no way they're getting out of the playoffs. No, there's no way that that crew is 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 a playoff. There, crew. There's well, no. They no, already got banned from that. They okay. said they're out. Yeah. But then why are you allowing them on the regular season? Well, the, well, because there's, there's a lot of games. Those, yeah, That's my point, of, though. A lot of games. Why, why are you allowing them? There's reserves. There are well, reserve crews. And it's not like you can't say this game doesn't matter. Bingo. Like, it, it That's doesn't a big because, game. Because, yes, Baltimore has the Division One, and they're probably going to be resting players. But if Pittsburgh wins yeah. and Jacksonville wins, guess what? doesn't matter what Buffalo does. They're out of the playoffs. Well, well and here's if the they thing. lose, they're out of the playoffs. Yeah. That's my thing is like there there are plenty of crews just waiting in the wings for their opportunity. Mm-hmm. And and now this is three times that you've had con, you know controversial things happen. Mm-hmm. It, just because it's not a playoff, 
Playoff. 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 Just playoff. because it's not a playoff does not mean that you can just lower, right. lower the standard yeah. of what it means to be an NFL ref. I mean, it's already been determined that uh, the Steelers won't have a losing record. So that's, you know, we're all fine and dandy there. The Ravens already locked up the one seed. This game doesn't matter. That's that's Sorry. that's what the NFL is saying. They're like, eh, it's fine. Throw these guys out there for one more game. It's fine. Regional it's, crew, it's, keep it's bad. It's bad. It's very bad. Staying in football with college football before we uh, oh go get out of here. Uh, oh my. I don't know if you guys saw this. So the guy I like the probably the least ever from Michigan football is Chase Winovich. Yes. Did I know you where you're this? going with this. I know where you're going with Chase this. Winovich and Connor Stallions were in the stands of the Rose Bowl last night. Yeah, of course. They Together. Together. Former Patriot Chase Winovich. Mm-hmm. That's right. Former uh, Michigan Wolverine linebacker that said Nebraska just wasn't ready to play. They just didn't. Uh, they were they, scared. They, they were scared. We, you you know, could look in their I, eyes. I looked across the line and I was like, "All right, well, these guys don't really want to be here." That was they dominated. Whoa. They dominated Nebraska. They did. That's Rock savage. bottom. That's savage. Yeah, but, that was rough. But anyway, so Chase Winovich was with at the game with Connor Stallions, posted it, and was and and Connor Stallions' look was just that of of somebody who's probably pretty filthy rich right now but just has the most arrogance in the world. Sickening. I mean, yeah. I was just like, come on, man. They cheated. They cheated. They cheated, and nobody is... Go and, Washington. And people are just... Go Washington. Sweeping it under the rug. Yep. Everybody's just like, wow, look at Michigan and Washington in the college football playoff and a uh, Big Ten team and a future Big Ten team. I'm like, Michigan shouldn't be there. Which it's it, it does stink. Like, I'll, I'll be honest here. Because Blake Corum is exceptional. Like, we, we've had Blake Corum on, on the airwaves um from big 10 media days mm-hmm. like he's a special running back jj mccarthy has done his job and there's a lot of pieces pretty good yesterday. on on that michigan roster that have, are really really talented that it's it's gonna take away from what they're doing because your head coach was suspended for six games throughout the entire season mm-hmm. head coach has also been like created this like michigan against everybody attitude it's when there's just facts to back up the fact that people are against you. People hate us. And, I don't and use it. I, I, I mean, I, I agree with you. I, I, I understand the sentiment, yeah. but I also would just give pushback by saying, what other way would you do it? If you're a coach, like I understand that. I totally would take the moniker of it. And yeah, just bulletin board own it and, and, and use it as major. Yeah, it, it worked for Northwestern too. Yeah. Yes. We see these two big 10 teams, you know, with, all the facts in the world against them, they that, that doesn't matter to that locker room, right? That, well, mm-hmm. That's what a coach's job is, is get the pulse of his locker room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does he do? What fires them up? Obviously, they're playing for Harbaugh. Obviously, they love the man, they respect the man, and they're invested in his reputation, his legacy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he said, Michigan versus everybody. Okay, coach, it's Michigan versus everybody. We're yeah. buying into that. Here's what I will say, though. You ready? Go ahead. I am glad that Florida State wasn't in it. I'm just going to be oh, honest. Oh, there you go, Stricky. I'm just okay. going to be. It's honest. I'm on the, you I'm think on the same boat. You think they got it right? You and I are both right, the, bro. We're in the unpopular opinion, but yeah, I completely agree. But yeah. guys, but guys, if they were in it, none of those guys opt out. It doesn't matter. And then they maybe, they put up a, maybe they there's, put up there's a, a mentality. Just, there's a mentality and an energy that you need to bring, whether you're playing in the Orange Bowl or whether you're playing in the playoff, and they didn't have it. They didn't want to be there. Then just then like why hey, not boycott hey, it? Hey, if if all the SEC teams can say it, why can't Florida State say it? Here's the issue: both teams had qualms. They both had. Georgia had the same that's amount right. of means. That's, that's a great. 
But a great point because we saw how Georgia handled it. Right. See, but I I I understand the whole Georgia didn't want to be there, but at the same Georgia time, Georgia did want to be there. They, they told you as much. When they lost, they with showed that, you with that final loss, they knew that they weren't getting into the playoff. Florida State thought they would they still had a chance to get in the playoff. I get what you're saying. Which should piss them off more. So Georgia going to this bowl game. I would want to show you even the more. But then then everybody from Florida State's like, we should be in the playoff. I don't want to play in this game. Georgia's like, we lost this game. That's the issue. We're going to do this to show you that we still should have been whatever they wanted to do. I feel like there's a there. I get what you're saying, and I agree with you. But at the same time, there's just different attitudes in those locker rooms. I thought I thought Georgia responded truly like a a, champion. a, a national championship yeah. program. Facts, yeah. a program. I, I thought Florida State did it, and, and now like I don't I, I don't, don't know what they do from here. I don't. Well, know. They got DJ. They're set. They got DJ Uyunglele. Oh, they're good. Mike Norvell's gonna. But they don't have Keon Coleman. They, they don't have. They, they don't have a couple defenders. <laughs> I I also am curious. Trey Benson's back, right? About their. I don't know. Pretty sure he's back. I think. I also, but on a bigger picture, I think it's going to be dramatically difficult for any non-SEC or Big Ten schools to get in. I, I just do. It's 12 teams. They're going to get I, in. I, they're going to get in. Win. But the respect, you mean actually? The respect, the mm. actual, like, because we're going to have conversations now next year. Like, I not only did I say, like, we're going to have conversations between, like, a one-loss, you know, Power 5 team or an undefeated Group of 5 program. Like Liberty didn't show up, and that was like the group of five collective. Like this is our team this year. Mm-hmm. They didn't show up. Now did they but not they, show up? Or was but Oregon just, like, just? And maybe it's a little bit of both well, with Oregon's offense. But like, oh. but my point is this: like next year, right? We're gonna be sitting here saying, "All right, who deserves home field advantage?" Does an ACC school when Clemson's down? Like Kate Klubnick did not look like. Kate, I, I don't think Kate Klubnick's good. Now. When I look at it, it's like, all right, are you going to value an undefeated? It's going to be a similar situation where we're talking home field advantage and buys. Mm -hmm. Are you valuing the ACC conference champion or are you going to value a one loss Big Ten runner up? And I I just have a very difficult time in the changing landscape with the TV networks, with all the money tied into it. Just like people want to say that it was a conspiracy theory this year. What's to say it's not gonna it's not gonna be the same deal next year when we're talking home field advantage? Yeah, Florida State will make it in, but okay, have fun playing at wherever. But I think have fun I think playing it's... at Ohio State, have fun playing at Oregon, having to make a cross country trip. Like maybe maybe they're good enough to win. Who knows? But man, it it just feels like such an uphill climb for anybody not in the Big Ten or SEC. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I think it's different depending on if it's undefeated Clemson or undefeated Florida State versus There's that too. Like the the pit uh Wake Forest year we had mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. right? Those teams will likely be undervalued, even though they, they might deserve the same respect. Clemson has the name brand. Florida State, I, I know they got left out, but they have enough of a name brand. Miami, if they ever get back there, will have the name brand and not get left out. I'll throw this out there too. Um, your Oregon Liberty example. Liberty wasn't the class of the group of five all year, but Tulane just lost the wrong game. Remember, Tulane gave Ole Miss a game Mm -hmm. in Oxford. They were the ones, and they lost the wrong game. They lost SMU in their shot. You know, SMU turns around, gets its butt whooped by Virginia Tech. Um, We saw what happened with Oregon and and Liberty, which here's the thing. Bo Nix is that dude, right? Like, let's let's not forget that. Broke Mac Jones' single-season completion record by by a few hundredths Mm -hmm. of a point. But that's another, you know, potential issue with the... 12 team playoff, you know, is that you still don't necessarily get the best group of five team. Yeah. It's who who lost at the right time or who won the right game more than anything. But it's also my gripe with let me shoehorn this in here real quick as we we get into some you know basketball conference play starting. It's my biggest gripe with the NCAA tournament is that it's the conference tournament champion who gets the auto bid, not the regular season champion mm. who gets the auto bid. So so I, I like that. so I many mid-major conference yeah. winners have missed the NCAA tournament with 28, 29, 30 yeah. wins yep. because oh, they game. lose their conference tournament final. You get that yeah. 11, 18 team. Yeah, I yeah, remain I like firmly planted on the side that regular season conference champion goes to the NCAA tournament and the conference tournament is used to improve seeding. It does make it tough. In, Why not both? It does make it tough no. in, <laughs> in college football if you were to do something like that because you're going when you get into team conferences that have 18 game or 18 teams, mm-hmm. 20 teams, um, and so on, you're going to have tiebreakers. You need right. tiebreakers, which you're going to need that to you. There might be three undefeated teams that need to go to the championship game. Like, um, so I, I mean, yeah, there's certainly <clears throat> ways and tiebreakers that you can implement to, to make decisions like that. Statistically. I, I just, I, I think it's going to be tough guys. I, I, I really think like, if you're not, I'll ask you guys this. Wait, I got a question, but I'm going to let you ask. Who, who has, I don't want us to go before I ask my question. That's okay. All. Okay. Who has, who has more respect nationally right now? As far a- as ACC or Big what, 12. That was one of the questions I was going to ask, but I was going to add overall. Go ahead. A- ACC or Big 12? I don't think it's particularly it, that close. Hold on. Is it the ACC across the board? Clemson is good. The ACC has Clemson, Florida State. Yep. Miami's working its way back. Carolina's been in those conversations. Stop Car- it. Carolina. The Stop Big it. 12 Phony. has Phony. no championship pedigree. Texas and Oklahoma mm-hmm. are gone. gone. 
When if Kansas State, Oklahoma State, Baylor, is Kansas is on the way. Hold on, hold on. Kansas is on the way. Hold on. In the last twenty years, no. who besides Clemson has a championship pedigree in the in the ACC? I'm just saying, ACC is in the Southeast. I get that. That's get that's that. where the pedigree yeah. to me comes in. That people will look at Clemson's track record. They'll mm-hmm. say Florida State got left out. There's the talent advantage. They're like, here's the thing. I prefer the Big Twelve. That is a lot of yeah. you know seven to ten win teams that is yeah. fun week in week out. There's not a single national championship contender in that group. I, and I would agree. I think I agree with the ACC I, I like piece. The- I think I agree with that. Um, my thing is this. Like I look at the Big 12. If Arizona is able to continue this upward trajectory, if Kenny Dillingham can get ASU into like a six-win team, you have Utah and Kyle Whittingham, who's been in you know a fringe playoff team mm-hmm. for years. You have uh, watch out, BYU. BYU. Watch out, you watch have out, Cincinnati, watch out. who is a group of five team to make the playoff. Like, now Cincinnati's down. I get that. Willie Fritz. Why did they hire Scott Satterfield? Well, that's a problem. That's Willie, the question. Willie Fritz is at Houston now, which could be really fascinating. Houston could be a fascinating. I love, I so, like, so like that, that's where that you have you have Chris, UC, yeah, you UCF have, has KJ Jefferson. You always you always have. I mean, you have Chris Kleiman at K State. You what? have Lance Leipold. Leipold. Why do I say Leipold? Leipold <laughs> at Kansas. I, I agree with you. You have a lot of those seven to ten wins. Maybe you strike gold and you get an eleven win or maybe a twelve win season. I just, I just don't think there's a whole lot of national respect for the ACC. I, I just don't, especially when Clemson has a down year. Okay, national respect or college football playoff respect? Because I think those are two different conversations. Okay, college the football ACC, playoff respect. The ACC will get more college football respect than the Big Twelve will, just because of. Again, even if they're not there year in and year out because of the Clemsons, the Florida States, the Miamis. Hell, the the Wake Forest had that one year. They're still getting a little bit of love. Pittsburgh, every once in a while, will we'll jump into that. I, I think that from top to bottom, I like the Big 12 more. But in terms of respect, in terms of okay. teams that could actually do something in the college football playoff, I'm leaning ACC. This, this is my point. This is my point. Let's just take the ACC this year. The ACC this year. Florida State was the only team that you can truly consider for the playoff. Mm -hmm. Yep. Florida State was the only team. Louisville, not good towards the end of the year. Mm -hmm. NC State was not there. Terrible. Georgia Tech, absolutely not. Virginia Tech, absolutely not. Clemson, absolutely not. Duke, no. North Carolina. North Carolina, phony. Phony. Miami, Mm. bad. Mm. Those are your those are your top, those are top eight, eight, your top eight teams. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're getting one considered for the playoff where then we go to the big 10 12 Michigan Ohio State Penn State um those are your three Mm -hmm. but then if you want to bring in the new conferences Washington Oregon those are all considered right yeah and if if you're in a top 12 player if you're in a 12 team playoff I'm trying to think like okay what changes if you're using this year Nebraska or the Big Ten gets five, five in. Mm-hmm. There's five mm-hmm. of your twelve, five or six maybe, five or six uh, maybe. No, Penn we, State's the fringe where Penn State. Is, they're that, right. That's, that's where I there's, see. There's like, still four of their auto bids though. But I'm sitting here going like, your okay, auto bids are your conference pull, champions. Look right? at the SEC. Look at the SEC because your auto bids are your conference champions. So because you'll get, if you have five Big Ten, yep. you have Big Twelve, ACC. Yeah, group of five. The group of five group champion. Of five. The best group of five is not. Are we going five Big Ten? Are we going four SEC and three everyone else? I, I think you're going to have that. You're gonna, who are the top? It's, okay, it's Bama, I, Georgia. I don't think it's going to be like LSU, Bama, Georgia. I, I LSU's not in. I don't even think they. 
I don't think LSU is LSU. Then Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. Then it's Missouri, Missouri was the Missouri. outlier yeah. this year. Well, there's your four. There's your four. There you go. That, that's, that, that's, but that's tough. where we're going. And that's my point exactly. Is like, it feels like such it an up switch. It's such an, yeah, you might have yeah. five, five SEC, Penn State, four, Big yeah. Ten. Penn State you have two options, right? Yeah. But like, here's the thing though, is because then that's the point is where Ole Miss and Penn State in this case were 11 and 12, right? And you're going to have to decide as a committee, is a two loss Penn State team more deserving than an undefeated group of five teams? Is a one-loss Ole Miss team more deserving than a group of five team that's undefeated or has one loss? Well, you're because you're always auto. hold on. No, no, no. You're always going to have this that debate. You're always going to have this fringe mm-hmm. team that uh, of group of five where it's like, man, if Tulane Tulane lost by one point to Ole Miss or Toledo lost by on a last second hail mary to, to Illinois, well, are you going to value that? Over the rest, and I just, I just see such a tough hill to climb. So you still ACC, think it's going to be ugly? Big Twelve. Oh, we're, we're, it's, it's it, just going to get it, worse. It's, instead of it's being, like getting more money, I think it's good because we've <laughs> the seen things you did with with less money. We, you're just doing we, more we, with more. That's we, what you're saying. We get, yeah, we get reminded every year yeah. that like, hey, the playoff games are great, and we we get reminded why like more playoff games are going to be better next year. But I think also, and this is what I said when the whole Florida State debacle was going on. Instead of debating who should be four and who should be five, we're going to be debating who's 12 and who should be 13. Exactly. It's always it's going, going to be, to be a case. Same. Here's yeah. my other controversial college football playoff opinion. The group of five champion gets a home game. And I'd be okay with that. Group of five champ gets a home game. I'm, I'm, I'm okay fine with that. that. It's just like the NFL playoffs, right? That. You win a week okay division, you still get your home game. Yep. You get your, your top four seed. Give yeah. the group of five team a home game. And, but and if, I, if it's I, the eight, nine, I that's fine. But I, they get a home yeah, game. I completely understand. Like the group of five get a one, what gets a, gets the automatic bid. But I, so I, the, the point stands, you're going to have one group of five team that's undefeated and they're going to be in, mm-hmm. but then it's okay. Do we value a one loss? So somebody Toledo Tulane. Over, over a two loss Penn state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but, I, I just, I just see such a tough time for them. And then you want to throw in like a Notre Dame who's independent. Mm-hmm. I want to I mean, add that, into that, that conversation. It just makes it so difficult. I still want to add into that conversation of, does this does the addition of the twelve add value to what we've been seeing all across the board? Is just a huge dropout of people not wanting to play these games. Are you going to see a a slow shift, or do you think you see a massive shift of guys basically saying, "I got a shot at a natty, and I'm going to stay in and and fight it out because as long as the shot's there." So these these games are going to be yeah. more important. I think yeah. they're playing. Do you, yeah, you know, think, you'll see. You'll see. You. I don't think you'll see. You'll see very little opt outs from anybody that makes the twelve team playoff. There might be a couple here and there from guys that are like, if you're like the number one overall pick and your your team's a ten seed, maybe. But even then, you still have a chance. You're still in the playoff. Yeah, but those I, games are just so high risk, high reward, especially for those fringe guys. Because if you play well, you really elevate your draft stock. Yeah. But if you get hurt or you don't play well, I, it sinks you. Yeah. I'm also just going to be really interested at, at some point here, if guys start playing in bowl games, and this is like a, a conversation for like way down the road, probably. Or maybe so tomorrow. Maybe it's quicker. <laughs> maybe it's quicker than like we want to acknowledge it coming. Um incentives. Mm. And, and and not through not through schools, mm. but through NIL deals. Like let's say let's say I was to partner, yeah, bonuses. let's say I was to partner with ninety three seven the ticket, mm. and if I'm playing in 
the national championship game. I get interviewed after the game and it's like, or I make a social media post from the game, from the post game celebration incentives to where they sign them in their NIL deals at the start to then say, Oh crap. That's part of the contract. That's part of, of a potential deal is that I can make an extra 20 grand by playing in the bowl game, by making it known by doing three sponsored posts Mm -hmm. I can make an extra 20 grand, but I have to play in that bowl game. I think that's something that's coming down the road here with 12 team playoffs, because you're going to be able to get so many more people to try to play in games that quote unquote matter. You could technically do it right now with the bowl games, but like it doesn't mean a whole lot playing in the rely quest bowl. It does in the pop tarts. And so like, so like at the end of the day, if you're playing the semis, all right, maybe I make five grand for doing it in the, in the quarterfinals. Then I make another five doing it for the semis. And if I make it to the national title, I make another 10. Every single <clears> time, <throat> knock it out. Hey, support us. Here we are. We're getting ready. Here's what the, here's what the hotel lobby looks like. Here's what, what I do in the, in the day of life of mm-hmm. a game. Here's, here's what I do trip the, day from the, before, hotel. the day before a game. Mm-hmm. These incentives that we see coaches making, I don't see it being too long when you have 12 teams in it with NIL companies, not the school, because then it would be technically mm-hmm. pay for play and all that. To where it's like, hey, we'll give you an extra two grand if you if you throw out three sponsored posts. Now, is the two grand a whole lot? Probably not, but it's it's something, right? There's incentives on whatever scale you want to make it, whatever amount. And bowl games aren't paying that. No, no, and bowl games don't have that budget. No, so it's going to have to be those kind of independent and, NIL and, deals. And, and it's great, it's great that you get your little your little bonuses and your little gift bags and all that. Like Sony had the PlayStation Five for everybody a couple years ago. And, and that's then, awesome. And so what do you think about the sponsoring bull game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you then you can also you also consider empty stands. Bingo. Mm-hmm. So you gotta figure a way to get because there were a lot seats, was the Rock West Bowl didn't have a lot of people there. Yeah, but we saw we saw last night though, 90s. What was it at, at Rose Bowl? 96? Oh, it was yeah. A lot. It was, it was like I think it was like 96. Mm-hmm. It was packed. packed. It was full. so there you go. That's the difference between playoff and just regular ball. Bingo. Mm-hmm. And so that, more more bowl games. More bowl games, the better. Or excuse me, more more playoff, playoff games. games, the better. Yes. All right, that'll do it for us. What's coming up on the show, guys? I, uh, we went we went really long. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Oh, we love it. Hey, this we is, do. It, it's been a long break for us, though. You know, so it's good to catch up. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna have a lot to talk about. Obviously, the uh, the semifinals. We'll start off with Teach Tape Tuesday. A few key plays. What does Strick see in them? How they how they go down? Go uh, the New Year's Six uh, recap. Jokic goes ham. <laughs> But also, kind of what we were just talking about, but a little different. Future Big Ten beat future SEC yesterday. Yep. Is that a, a one-year blip on the radar? Is that a sign of things to come? Who are kind of the top five teams in each conference? What does that tell us? Yeah, there you go. All right, that'll do it for us. Thanks for hanging out with us for the two hours. Uh, don't go anywhere. <clears throat> Strick and Austin coming up next right here, 93.7 The Ticket. We will talk to you tomorrow. We'll see you later. Adios. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.